Good morning and welcome back to This Is Me, I Am Marilyn Podcast. Um, I am going through an emotion that I wish I can control and I'm struggling because I do not know how to control it. So, um, on the This Is Me exclusive, exclusively, the subscription portion of my podcast discusses um, what I went through in my marriage and my relationship and a little bit of background. But I decided to put this episode on because I need everyone to help me understand. Uh, my husband, and he is still my husband because we are still married, unfortunately. And just keep in mind that when I filed a divorce, we were going back and forth on the agreement, on an agreement that shouldn't even take that long because we were only married six months. He dragged it out. He turned an uncontested divorce into a contested divorce. And in that agreement, I was asking for nothing. I was, but basically, I wasn't asking for spousal support, which I was entitled to. Just the standard 25% child support. The trucks we have in each other's names. That's it. Child support and two vehicles. When I first met my husband, he introduced me to this female and introduced her as his best friend. And when you look at this female, you're like, oh, yeah, she is best friend material. Because that's how sloppy and disgusting and trashy and miserable as she is no life no friends and he introduced me to her early on in our relationship as her best as his best friend and this best friend anytime he needed something she was there she anything anything and everything but that's what best friends are for right when we had our first child together, she was there. She was even our babysitter. She came around. She bought my kids gifts. You name it. But there was just something always inside of me. They just never sat well. Like, And one day I asked her, like, you, you don't date? You don't, like, you don't have anything else to do but hang around us all the time? And, um, and if you see her, her, her front picture, sweet, kind, innocent, the entire family knew her, my family, my group of friends. And, um, no, I later discovered, um, well, my husband's numerous infidelities started. It was a damn near Pandora's box. Once one incident, you know, I found out about one incident. It's like another one and another one and another one and another one. Now, listen, men are going to cheat. Men are going to cheat. It is something that we cannot be naive to it. This is what I told him. I said, it's not really the cheating. But you weren't even a good husband. I don't know if you've ever seen that meme like I caught 
my billion my billionaire husband cheating and you just turn the blind eye like you're blind yeah because who the fuck doesn't cheat but it's the fact like on top of the cheating you treated me like shit like shit i was a battered woman think about it when he met me i was having my second surgery on my shoulder i was I was dependent on people to bathe me, to shower me, you know, so he met me at a very vulnerable stage in my life. And he thought that that's who I was as a person. Then I got pregnant back to back. And we already know you're carrying a child. You're carrying a child. You're weak. You're emotional. You already don't feel good about yourself to know that you're cheating on me the entire time. Let me tell you how disgusting this man is. He went to religion school every Sunday for a year in order to obtain his sacraments. Sacraments meaning confirmation, in order to get baptized, in order to get um, his communion. To be able to get married through the Catholic Church. If you're playing with God, oh, I want no parts. So let me bring it back to the trashy best friend. While the Pandora's box was just releasing and releasing, I came across a text from her out of all people. And I remember the night. I remember the night because it was 9.30 at night and his phone's going off. And he going off, um, uh, he was getting text messages. And he turned to me, he's like, oh, do we need Carrie to babysit for tomorrow? Her name is Carrie Murphy. Do we need Carrie to babysit tomorrow? And I'm like, no, but why the, in my head, I'm like, why the fuck is she texting you at 9.30 at night to see if we need a babysitter? Miss Carrie Murphy was texting my husband, telling him that she was so horny and she needed someone to help her. And if he can help her to go and fuck her. And the conversation was so casual, like it was had before. When dealing with a narcissist, you have to record video conversations. I have so many receipts, so many receipts because they will. And the reason why I started recording him is because anytime we would get into a fight, he would, and mind you, he's a lawyer, so they're good at that redirecting the truth you know veering you away from the truth rather so it got to the point where i just started to record everything because i'm like i know i'm not crazy and um i always told him i'm always 10 steps ahead of you and while i had solid concrete proof that he was sleeping with this white trash and on top of that he never denied it a narcissist, listen to them. They will never, they will tell on themselves. And on top of what I had, someone from his past, an old high school friend, just conf- later on when it, I started putting everything out there, that's who they brought up. Carrie Murphy always hangs around like his doormat. To the point where he's lost relationships because they found out he was sleeping 
with this this yes ma'am who has no life and just who listen to me i'm going to go back reiterate what i said in the beginning i it's not my husband that i mourned it was the marriage right I, i'm past that i i had two kids my oldest kids are 16 and 20 i was done but i got married for love for family this sick human being got married for an image and now this shit is crumbling down and this particular incident triggers me i know i'm gonna have to go to therapy for it i know i'm gonna have to learn how to control my emotions because i've asked him not to have this person around my children this person used to look at my children and and even and I used in my house when she used I'm like it's almost like a little obsessive she just stares at them and wishes like she could have a kid with him and at this point I don't trust people like that I don't trust you because you were comfortably able to smile in my face come into the home that I shared with my children my family while sleeping with my husband at this point how how far are you willing to take this just to get a piece of him of what he doesn't give you what 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 does a molester look like i don't put anything past anybody and i told him not to have this person around my kids and what does he continue to do he continues to have this person around my kid and let me tell you what they do now they park the cars far away from the house to try to hide. And my son comes home. He's three. He talks. And on top of all of the disrespect that you've caused, all of the pain, all of the hurt, I was left to pick up the pieces. I left you with no money, no job. You threw it against me. While I was packing, leaving out of our house, you were packing to go on a vacation with a new woman. Trying to use my luggage. This is who I'm dealing with. Who texts me every morning starting as early as 4.30 in the morning. Crying and saying he misses his family. And he fucked up. For what? To try to disturb my peace? Trust me, you do not disturb my peace. But when you keep poking and poking and poking. There's only but so much one person can take. And... Yesterday, I got to a point where I knew that if I acted on my emotions, it may be some things that I I won't be able to come back from. So I phoned a friend to try to calm me down. And, um, you know, divorce, divorce is hard. Dealing with the fucking drama afterwards is hard. Picking up the pieces and trying to stay strong is hard. But I serve a God who has literally, literally carried me throughout this entire process. Is why every morning I wake up with gratitude. Every morning I wake up giving thanks. Because what I went through. And what I'm going through, I don't wish it on 
anyone. Being a mom is very, very difficult. And then when you add other things on top of that, it just makes it so much harder. And every day it's work to try to remain centered, to try to find your peace. And sometimes it's going to get disturbed. And you have to be strong enough to navigate, to get back to that place of peace. And these people aren't worth my time. I have so much to lose. These are sheeps who will always live miserable. I know that. But it's the deceitfulness. The disrespect. The betrayal. How do you get past that? How do you get healed? I feel like the fool. And I know I shouldn't. Because I didn't know. But it's how I feel. And I know it's only going to get better with time. And I know this is a healing process. But when it comes to my kids, it's a trigger. I'm a mama bear. You guys know. I live and breathe my children. And my children are a luxury. It's a privilege. And this pathetic trash should not have the privilege of being around my kids. And he doesn't care. And she's just going to do whatever he says because that's how pathetic no life this person is. And it's sad. You guys know that my podcasting is my healing, my release. Releasing it is a form of healing. Sharing my journey in hopes that it can help someone else navigate their trials and tribulations and their bullshit that they go through is my healing. I honestly would have not been able to have gone through what I've gone through without the support of my friends and family and the support of my fans, everyone who follows me. And I just want to thank you. And we're going to get through this. As always, thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.